how to listen to this recording. The need for this text became apparent to me from the questions that I received from my students and from the questions that were addressed to me during various lectures and radio programs, as well as the letters that continue to flood in from all over the world. Though you're now listening to the spoken words of the text, the principles outlined here apply as well to listening as to reading. The difficulty of explaining and teaching Kabbalah lies in the fact that the spiritual world has no counterpart in our world. Even if the objective of study becomes clear, understanding is only temporary. It's grasped by the spiritual component of our cognizance, which is constantly renewed from above. Thus, a subject once understood by an individual may again appear unclear at a later date. Depending on the mood and the spiritual state of the reader, the text can appear as either full of deep meaning or entirely meaningless. Do not despair if what was so clear yesterday becomes very confusing the next day. Do not give up if the text sounds vague, strange, or illogical. Kabbalah is not studied for the sake of acquiring theoretical knowledge, but in order to see and perceive. When a person begins to see and perceive, then, through his own contemplation, and after acquiring spiritual strength, his consequent reception of the resulting spiritual lights and levels will bestow upon him a sure knowledge. Until a person has a comprehension of the upper light and a perception of spiritual objects, he will not understand in what way the universe is built and works, since there are no analogies in our world to the subjects being learned. This recording can help in facilitating the first steps towards perceiving the spiritual forces. At later stages, progress can be made only with the help of the teacher. It's suggested that you not listen in an ordinary fashion. Rather, concentrate on what you hear, think about it, and attempt to conceive of some examples reflecting the issues discussed, and then try to apply these issues to personal experience. One should patiently and repeatedly go over and think about what you're hearing, attempting to penetrate the feelings of the author. Try to extract the nuances of what's said, and if need be, go back and listen again. This method can help a person delve into the material with their own feelings, or to determine that their feelings are lacking with respect to a particular issue. The latter is a crucial prerequisite stage for spiritual development. This text was not written for quick reading. Though it deals with a single subject, how to relate to the Creator, it deals with it in different ways. This is in order to allow each person to find that particular phrase or that particular word that will send them into the depth of the text. In the text, the desires and actions of egoism are described in the third person, but until the point where a person is able to separate personal consciousness from desires, that person should consider the aspirations and desires of egoism as their own. The word body in the text does not relate to our physical biological torso, but to one's desire to receive our egoism. The method for listening to this text should be one of repetition. The same passages should be heard at different times and in different states of mind in order to better acquaint yourself with your own reactions and outlook on the same text. Disagreement with the material is always positive, as is agreement with it. The most important aspect of the listening is to respond to the text, a feeling of disagreement indicates that one has reached the preliminary stage called achorayim, or the backside, which is a preparation for the next stage of perception called panim, or face. It's precisely as a result of slow, meaningful listening that the development of feelings vessels called kelim will take place. 
which are necessary for receiving spiritual sensations. Once the vessels are in place, the upper light will be able to enter them. Prior to the formation of the vessels, the light merely exists around us. It surrounds our souls, but it's not perceived by us. This recording of the text is not made to enhance anyone's knowledge, nor is it meant to be memorized. The listener must never test himself on the material. It's even better if the entire content is forgotten so that the second listening can appear fresh and entirely unfamiliar. This implies that an individual has grasped the previous feelings and they've now subsided, leaving a space to be filled by new, inexperienced sensations. The process of developing new sensory organs is constantly renewed and accumulated in the spiritual, unperceived sphere of the soul. The most important aspect is the way the listener feels about the material at the time when he's listening and not afterwards. Once the feelings are experienced, they become revealed within the heart and mind and manifest themselves whenever they're needed in the continuous process of the soul's development. Do not rush to complete your hearing of the text. Choose those places where the text appeals to you. Only then will the text be able to help you and serve as a guide in your search for personal spiritual ascent. The goal of this text is to help the listener become interested in the purpose of their birth in this world, in the possibility of entering the spiritual worlds, in the possibility of understanding the purpose of creation, in perceiving the Creator, eternity and immortality, and finally, to help the listener proceed along the preliminary stages of their spiritual ascent. If you listen with your heart to one famous question, I'm sure that all your doubts as to whether you should study the Kabbalah will vanish without a trace. This question is a bitter and fair one, asked by all born on earth. What is the meaning of my life? Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag, 